Hello, everyone. This is Michael Fanning with Ask a Windermere Coach. And on occasion, I'll be joined by Nick Hansen, Doug Simcock, and Eric Thompson. On this podcast, we want to talk about how to create great work-life balance and epic customer service in the real estate industry. We hope you enjoy our podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. This is Michael Fanning with Ask a Windermere Coach, and this is episode number 10. And I'm so excited today to have some dear friends on. I have Matt and Tanya Powell. And uh, I got to tell you, uh, Tanya and I have a connection through uh, Melissa McCarthy. Uh, just, just, I just want to throw that out there. If anybody knows Melissa McCarthy, there are times when Tanya and I will trade back and forth little snippets of her comedy, and we literally are just rolling, laughing. And uh, I've been in uh, scenarios where Tanya's been in class with me where we had something funny happen and I, both of us can't make eye contact with each other because we're laughing so hard. And then Matt's sitting next to her like, will you just pay attention? Will you just, <laughs> Matt's a little bit more of the serious one, but Matt likes to have fun too. You guys, thanks for being on. Thank, I totally appreciate it. Yeah. It's good to be here. So uh, really interesting story with Matt and Tanya, just to kind of give you a background. So the two of you, Matt, you started Windermere 2000, right? Correct. Yep. And you were a, a broker, uh, an yeah. agent, correct? I was an agent. Yeah. Were you more commercial and more residential at that time? At that time, I was more residential, but I also was still a college student at the University of Oregon. Wow. Oh, a duck, right? Yes. Yes. Go Ducks. <laughs> Go Ducks. And then, and then Tanya, you came on board. What were you doing before you came on board at Windermere? Uh, I was working at a local athletic club. I just graduated from college and um, was in corporate membership sales and management at a local athletic club. And then, you know, Matt got busy enough that we said, I said, what the heck? I'll get my license. Let's do this together. So yeah, you guys and you guys have two great kids, right? What are their ages now? Almost 14 and nine. Wow. Almost 14 and nine. I can remember when they were really little. I can remember coming, having, coming over there and going out to dinner with you guys. And your son was just a little, little bitty guy. Yeah. Um, and then, so, and then, so 2000, 2001, and then in 2003, what happened? We uh, purchased the company we were working for and it was just kind of the, I guess you could say the stars aligned and things just seemed to kind of come together. And uh, maybe we were naive, <laughs> but it was a great opportunity and it was, it actually launched a, a great career as, as owners of the Windermere franchise and thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, I remember when you guys came on board uh, as owners, and that's in, in on the Eugene office. And then, um, and so you did that from 2003 until 2020, and then you guys decided to do something different. Tell me about that. 
Yeah, it was just, you know, it kind of just felt time and it was not an easy decision. It wasn't a decision we took lightly, but, you know, one, we had a uh, business partner that wanted more and um, was a buyer. And so that kind of, I guess, started the conversation. Well, what do Matt and Tanya want? And it just kind of through some conversations, it led to uh, us moving on to do different things. Yeah. And I always tell Matt, like, I feel like now that I'm, I'm doing real estate coaching and high performance coaching, which is just a little bit more of a holistic coaching program that kind of looks at all areas of your life. And when I made that decision, I told Matt, I feel like I took the last 20 years and I took the best parts of what I love most. And that's what I get to do all the time now. So that's right. really kind of how I sum up my decision to, to make the transition and the move. And that was kind of the first conversation was actually was Tanya sharing with our business partner, me, that she decided to take her coaching and she wanted to take it outside of just our Winnemere offices. We had five offices at that time, about 150 agents, and kind of wanted to step away from the management and operations and just focus on coaching. And that conversation was followed up by our business partner. And he said, well, could I buy Tanya shares? <laughs> and <laughs> right. so kind of just the conversation, again, it wasn't really even planned. It was just kind of like, well, maybe this is the right time. Right. Well, you know, and one of the things I'll say, and, and Matt, and so Tanya, you, you went on to create coaching and it's called Be Well, right? Yep. Be Well Coaching. And, um, and you do life coaching and business coaching, right? The, both of yep. them. Yep. And then Matt, you, uh, you went on and now you do uh, private banking, right? Correct. Yep. And what's the name of that company? Um, it's currently called Gallic and Johnson Financial. Um, I take over operational control actually January 1, so soon, and then I'll change the name um, and I'll tell you what the new name's going to be. It's, and I probably will change the name in February. It'll be Blue Ink Capital. Um, so I'm excited about that. And that and that's private lending uh, in, in just one sector or across the board or? Across the board. Um, we mostly do just Oregon. We can do commercial stuff outside of Oregon, but we, that's really not our focus. The best example is the fix and flip. You know, mm -hmm. the investor that wants to buy the home that will not finance, we loan them, same as cash, and then they pay us back in six months. So it's private lending. It's, you know, it's a, it's a lot of investors, developers. We have some contractors that work with us consistently. So it's kind of the investment side of real estate, which I'm excited. I have a lot to learn. And um, the gal that I'm buying the business from is staying on for a few years. So I'm excited just to learn more about that and kind of still in real estate, but something different. Right. And then you also, I know now uh, you're also in the brewery business. Yeah. So right. when I stepped away from our ownership of the Windermere offices, I thought I wanted to do something totally outside of real estate. And so I was kind of poking around and an opportunity to get involved with the local brewery came about. And so I jumped on it and it's it's been fun. And again, a, just a lot to learn, something totally different than real estate. Right. Well, you know, I always say that, you know, life happens outside the comfort zone. And I think one of the reasons why we do this podcast is for, you know, epic customer service and then also work-life balance. And so just tell me a little bit, were you guys a little bit, were you a little bit afraid to make this jump? I mean, because there's a lot of people maybe sitting here listening right now thinking, well, I, I love what I do, but there's this other thing that I've always wanted to do, but I'm just going to stay in my lane because it's comfortable. What advice would you give to people, right? in terms of addressing that kind of fear and then making that jump to kind of go try something new and have maybe this different life that maybe is more fulfilling, so to speak. It's funny you say a little bit afraid. We were a lot afraid. Yeah, big time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, things were good. I mean, we, we sold at a time where things were really good and we retired some debt and, and we were, we were just kind of 
moving along. And it actually was, we went back and forth, like, why do we want to step away when things we could just kind of, for lack of better terms, just kind of glide? You know, I, I have been reflecting a lot this year on, obviously it's been a big year for a lot of us, you know, change has been this constant reminder that we're in it all the time. And, you know, I, I really feel like that if someone's listening and, and they haven't checked in with themselves, something I've noticed about just being on the planet for almost 44 years now and owning a business for 20 years and then starting this new venture is that, man, we really have to check in with ourselves on, 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 on our why, as we often talk about it, right? And, mm-hmm. and really check in on, like, am I still being challenged? I really, really believe that, um, and I don't want to say it just happens with age, but I do find that we get in comfort zones when we get sometimes in a career for a really long time, or we get maybe even in a relationship for a really long time, right? Things just kind of get comfortable. And in some ways, what I've noticed about myself is that I start to kind of check out and it just sort of kind of starts to, as you said, like get comfortable and, and, and glide. And I feel like what I started noticing, because I do personal development work, I've been obsessed with it for over a decade now. And I started noticing, oh my gosh, I'm incongruent to what I'm coaching and telling other people, I, I don't have the fire in my belly anymore. I don't, I feel like I, there's a calling to serve at a higher level and I don't feel challenged and pushed. And you know, that, that big why that gets you out of bed every day. And I feel like that sometimes we just have to take a beat and check in with ourselves and make sure that we're still creating. And does it mean always that you have to change careers, right? So does it just mean pivot a little bit inside of a career? Um, but I do think that, uh, what I want listeners to hear is that don't like check in with yourself. Don't let time just kind of roll by. Right. Like, so right. be um, aware and, and intentional about checking in with, with your life, right. Yeah. And with how you're feeling. Well, I think that's important is that uh, on a regular basis, are you doing the things that are in your world that you want to accomplish uh, because life goes by so quickly, as opposed to one day you wake up and you say, oh my gosh, I regret that we didn't try this or go try that. So I, I commend both of you for taking that step, because I know it wasn't an easy decision, but it was a decision that you both felt you needed to go uh, in that path. And then my other question for you is, how did it affect kind of your lives together and your kind of balance, uh, you know, as being parents and having a family? And then, you know, you left from, you know, managing, you know, those five offices and all these agents, and now you're doing this. What, did it feel different? I mean, was there like uh, a feeling that was different for you? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and of course, COVID's thrown a whole new wrench in it. Right. Uh, Tanya knew before we sold the company what she was going to do. She was going to launch her coaching business. Um, we have a successful podcast as well. And so I said, hey, I'm going to take some time. I'll get the kids to school. I'll pick the kids up. You know, I'll probably hang out during the day. (laughs) And so we, you know, sold in January of 2020. So February was a great month for me. I'd take the kids to school. I'd go to the gym. I'd hang out in coffee shops. I'd pick the kids up, come home. And then um, COVID hit. And so I became kind of dad at home getting the kids through online school. So. uh, Which is a whole nother world. Oh, man. So. You know, um, I'm, I'm blessed that I was able to do that too. You know, I find myself sometimes saying, gosh, I, I missed out on that opportunity to kind of keep uh, <laughs> having too much fun. But we were so blessed that we had that opportunity and I was able to do that. Um, but it definitely changed a lot of things. It's, I think uh, we've worked together our whole professional career. Cause as we mentioned, I started in real estate when I was still in college, we got married young. We had, we had built the company together as a team 
and she was then doing her thing and I've kind of started doing my own thing and it's it's created some interesting conversations and some challenges that we haven't experienced before right I, I really I feel like the podcast came as in hindsight a podcast came as like a thing that kept us doing something together together um, right. anybody who works with their partner or their spouse um you know it's it either really works or it really doesn't work, right? I don't know many people who kind of hang out in between, whether it's like a good thing or a super bad thing. Exactly. Um, our whole relationship has been working together and it's something I covet deeply um, and I love about us mm -hmm. is that we're such a good team together. So for me, a couple things have changed. Uh, I, I miss my Windermere family and community terribly. Um, I know I can still be connected and I COVID has actually been a blessing and silver lining for me has been, I've connected more with my fellow Windermere owner colleagues in this season than I did when I was owning the company and we were COVID free, right? Because we our, our need and necessity for, for connection and serving was elevated, right? It was an opportunity. And so I, I, I do miss though the, um, the environment and the community the community in our own office because I'm just a little bit obviously more disconnected from the from the comfort of that and also uh, the the people it's just different so I've right. definitely experienced a little bit of um, a change like that it's going to come with obviously uh, just sort of a, a bit of a loss to be honest yeah. with you a little bit of a loss of community because it's changing now you know so well we're really passionate about the Windermere community and the brand and stuff and to no longer technically be part of it it there was a little bit of loss of identity it, absolutely a big loss of identity yeah. I told, that's a great way of putting yeah. it yeah well and i commend you though because i do think sometimes uh our life becomes our work and uh if that goes away for whatever reason you see a lot of people that kind of drift off into this nothingness because that was everything right and so i think that the fact that you guys made a shift and you're doing these types of things is great because again, that's out of your comfort zone, but also it, it shows you that you, it, there's diversity, right? There's other things that you can get passionate about and you can go do. And it doesn't mean that you're fully disconnected from that world. You still have that world there, but you know, you're going down a different path and, you know, probably bringing some value still to that group uh, in terms of what you do, Tanya. And again, what you do, Matt, I mean, in terms of looking at those services. Um, so the question I'd like to ask kind of, from both of you is that, um, so here we are rolling into 2021. And uh, one of the things I find is that uh, real estate agent brokers, right? They all have this big grandiose idea about what they want to do when we're coming out of COVID. And, uh, you know, we've had agents that have done phenomenally well during this time. And then we have some that struggled, but now we're going into 2021. What would you say in your opinion, and this is with your, you know, your lens as an owner, and now your lens as a coach, um, what do you think it is that causes agents to be highly successful? What are some uh, some attributes that they may have or they do? And then what are the ones that where you see where they don't, they aren't so successful? Because again, this is about, you know, work-life balance, epic customer service. What do you think some of that stuff is? Um, well, I'll start. So I feel like I've noticed a couple things and, and I love that in some ways, again, the silver lining of 2020 is, is it's exposed what I call our capacity in our life, right? It's, it's exposed um, a lot about what we really do versus what we say we're going to do, right? It's disposed, exposed a little bit of what I call um, our default setting. Now, obviously, we're going to have seasons and even weeks or days where we're on fire and our business is doing great, our relationships at home, everything feels like it's going great. Um, I tend to be a little obsessed with like paying attention to what happens when things you get thrown a curveball like 2020, right? Like what happens? 
are, what is your ability to not only show up for yourself and your family and your loved ones, but for the people you're serving. And so I, what I really feel like what I've noticed, and this has been, again, a really great year. It's been very crystal clear. The ones that are, that are thriving and the ones that are just barely surviving. Mm -hmm. And what I've noticed is the, the folks that have a really strong, have major clarity, major clarity about why they're doing what they're doing, who they're doing it for, and, and have a, just a deep, more, um, I would say intrinsic connection to, to the, to what they do every day are the ones that have been a little bit more resilient is what I've noticed. Um, I also uh, feel like the difference between people who have thrived in this season and the ones that have maybe struggled a little bit more is having that solid default setting. And I call it default setting because really what matters is what, how we respond when something doesn't go the way we planned, right? Like what right. is our, what are our, what are our routines? What are our real habits? Like, what are we really showing up and doing every day? How do we respond? Um, if a conversation doesn't go well, or if, you know, 2020 a whole year doesn't go well, right? Yeah. How, do we, how are we staying self-motivated and connected to our purpose and our why? How are we like being reminded when the world does seem to be kind of in turmoil, right? And, and, and disarray and how's our personal health or in our mental and emotional health. So I feel like that those are the people that I notice are the ones who have that strong default setting. So they lean back. If something goes astray, they, they have the, not only the self-awareness, but they have the true congruency to those personal habits and routines that help serve them to get through the hard waters, right? To the, through the rough waters. That's what I've really noticed is people who truly are congruent and in alignment with, with those habits and routines and stuff. That would probably be my, I think that's good. Well, here, here's what I would ask. So, uh, with your owner lens and now with the coach lens. So, um, you know, you, you had, how many agents did you have when you, when you were in ownership? 150. 150. Ish. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we know this to be the fact, not all 150 have the ability to stick with something and hang in there. So what, uh, what, what would you say, or what would you do, or what would you uh, make a recommendation for people listening to say, hey, you know what, here we're going to 2021. If you've got some people struggling, how do you get them to not, to not struggle and to move off that fear, anxiety world and get into that world of, hey, I know it's tough, but here's what I know I'm going to go do and, and, and help them get clarity. Yeah, no, that's a great question. Um, again, I do think it has to do with, first of all, being aware of where you're at. I mean, I think oftentimes, again, we bumble through life and we don't even know like what we're feeling at any given point. So a really good, solid check-in and honest conversation with oneself about, okay, what, you know, what's really important to me right now. And how do I want, not only who do I want to be in this season, but how do I want to show up for the people that I'm serving in my business? That would be one conversation. Um, I think that would be important to have, but even more importantly, important than that is I, I always tend to take people who find themselves in a rough patch or have a hard time getting being consistent is I just, I narrow it down to like, let's come up with three vital few things that, you know, you can be consistent with. I look for areas where I can help them discover where they can show up consistently and create some momentum. That's really what I tend to focus on. You know, sometimes, you know, maybe they were killing it and they were doing, you know, all their ninja nine, or they were, you know, they were doing a really great job with their business. They were showing up in their life, their workouts, everything. And then something like this kind of took them out. They see themselves like, Oh, I have to be doing all of that. Or they kind of get that all or nothing mentality. 
And so what I really try to do is say, let's create some wins. Let's create some momentum. What are, what are the three vital things that if you just did these things, you would start to feel a little bit of progress. So that's really where I spend a lot of time with them and helping them decide, like, maybe that's different for 2021, by the way, like life is different now, but make sure you go back to the well and like discover what the new different is for you. Like, what do you, not what somebody else is doing, but what makes the most sense for you to move the needle forward in, in the next year? Like, what yeah. are the few things personal? Because I do believe it starts with our personal well-being, hands yeah. down, before we can show up for other people. And then what are those things are? You know, what three things personally do you need to do to show up for yourself right now so you can show up for other people at your highest and best self? And then what are three things in your business that you need to make happen right now in this new normal that we're in. Like we're no longer, are we in a temporary season? This is it now we're in 2021. So what three things do you need to do? That's yeah. really where I, I like to take people if they are finding themselves having a hard time getting their footing. So yeah. not to oversimplify, but the big difference, consistent action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you would look at agents, people that are having success and not the ones having success have consistent action. Yeah. Well, here's a question for the two of you. So you, you sell your company you go in different directions, you're, you're hit COVID, you know, so now we have COVID's happening in the year 2020, you've got kids home at school. How are you guys at your routine? What is your, what is your routine to keep on track? I mean, because if you think about it, I agree with you. It's that consistent routine that you're doing. What do you guys do to stay, to keep your mindset where it is to move forward and be successful? Well, honestly, I, I created a scorecard for myself and my kids right when COVID hit. I'm like, I got to have I got to get like, I can't, I'm in the house. As you know, Michael, you have kids. It's a lot. Like you don't get the white space that I had before to kind of be more flexible. So learning flexibility has been a gigantic lesson uh, for me that I will take into the rest of my life. And what's really mattered to me is the few things that matter to me is having my quiet alone time in the morning, whether it means I have to go like lock myself in a room somewhere and put my earbuds in so I don't hear, you know, the kids Mm -hmm. and things going on. Um, journaling in the morning has been my absolute like godsend this year. Um, my workout movement of any, now I'm not in a gym like I typically am. I'm, I've definitely had to pivot in that regard, which was hard for me because I, I tend to be very rigid with well, my, I know you had that you were like early in the morning going to the gym. Yeah. And I mean, all of that had to take new shape and form. And so what I did is I, I really looked and said, okay, what are my anchors? My anchors are my physical and like well-being, like my moving my body. Uh, my mindset, which is what really I, I find myself a lot in the morning, getting my mind right through journaling. And then honestly, meditation has been a gigantic, I'm a, I'm a very like novice meditator, but just being alone and still with myself to just kind of like let dust settle um, and kind of figure out what my vital few things, I do the same thing for myself. What are my top three things? Where can I be consistent? What can I say yes to? And I know for a fact without a shadow of a doubt, I can show up for it every day. So I just created my own vital few. That's really what kind of got me through, honestly, COVID. Matt, what's your routine? Um, Having to get out and move my body is so important. It's interesting if, if those dog owners out there, having a dog during COVID is actually a blessing because man, that dog is being spoiled because the lot, the walks have been longer. Yep. It's like, you know, so getting those, you know, that morning, that evening long walk-in has been so great. Um, also I'll, I'll, I'll share with COVID, you know, I probably ended up going back to work sooner than I would have. Um, and 
to be really vulnerable and honest, it was kind of because I realized, okay, I need something. I need to get yeah, out. Right. I'm, I'm just jealous at this point. I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> um, but again, just to underscore getting out and walking and working out and just moving my body, making sure I do that every day has been so important. Yeah. You know, uh, it's interesting when we do coaching calls and a lot of people feel stuck. And I, the first question I always ask is too, is how much exercise you're getting and how much water are you drinking? Yeah. Um, and those two key things, right? Movement is so critical to just changing your chemistry so that you actually can then start identifying, hey, I can do this or I can do that. So um, I would agree with you on that. The, the consistent routine and the action, right? Just moving your body and taking action moving forward is a huge one. Um, so let me ask you this. So where you do coaching right now, you're doing coaching, where are you seeing some of your coaching clients struggle? What are some things right now that they're you know, where you're having to really kind of dig in to help them to move forward? Um, some folks have struggled, the real estate folks have struggled with um, figuring out how to get face-to-face with people. I mean, it sounds, you know, some, we get, again, we get so used to doing things a certain way that it's getting creative with technology, which they're people are really embracing it, which is really actually exciting for me to see. People are figuring out how do I have client events, for example, and still come together safely? How do I hold opens to try to build my database? How do I, you know, so it's, it's more of like the basic stuff that we know makes those activities that we know makes our business continue to grow. Um, Really trying to figure out creative ways of doing it. Um, that also makes them feel safe and also the folks around them feel safe. So that's really what, um, I would say the other side of that coin outside of just business activities is just also staying hopeful and having a mindset of, I can figure out this season and, and I can still thrive here. I, this doesn't all have to feel hard and heavy. Um, a real simple thing is just, you know, figuring out the balance between, do I go into the office? Do I stay home and I work like a, that's a very logistical thing, but it creates uh, what I call decision fatigue. And so I really talk to people like eliminate as many decisions like you, again, back to the default, how can you level up your default right now? What can you do where even on the days that you don't feel like doing it or your mindset, you're not having a great, you know, emotional day, how do you show up and do it anyways? Like, what can you do to make it easy and there and readily available? Um, Those are a lot of conversations that I'm having is people just kind of settling into this these yep. parameters the way that they are and how do you keep your motivation up and your mindset right and still show up for your people so that's a lot of the conversations i've been having yeah well i would say the struggle is, is they they had a consistent process that got disrupted and yes. then they're not sometimes not always able to figure out what the new process is because they want the old process to come back um, yes. i think a lot of conversations around hey this is let's not say when's it going to get normal again let's say this is the new world i'm in so how can i build a process in this new world Yes. Is that what you guys are finding? Happening? Yes. Yep. And yes. also, how are you, can you thrive in it? There are some people that are killing it because they're doing what other people aren't willing to do or right. are still kind of frozen, you know? Yep. So, th- so there is major opportunity right now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, and look at it. I mean, you two uh, moved on into new, doing new things uh, in the midst of COVID and have been successful in making that happen. And I think there's a lot to be said about there's always opportunity. The question is, is your mindset uh, structured in a way for you to see it? And are you also, do you believe in yourself enough that you're willing to push yourself and get uncomfortable every single day? And that goes back to what Matt said. 
that that idea of consistency, whether it's good or bad, just be consistent. You know, if you're going to have a bad day and you may have a good day, but guess what? Just consistently show up. Yep. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, as a coach, Michael, too, like, I don't want to also like sugarcoat it and not say that this year has been really hard for people. Like it really genuinely has not only at a primal level of our health and well-being and seeing our loved ones that the power of connection um, and what I really feel like I want people also to hear is that it's okay if it's hard so this is the opportunity invitation to also ask for help get a coach get a counselor get like we we need a therapist yes exactly (laughs) 110% and like yeah I agree with you between what you need and lean on people like connection now is more important than it's ever been because I think people are either silently suffering or they are have had a hard time figuring out how to get it together and and make their life work in this right. season if you if that's you get help like that's I, I seriously think it's too late now you, I mean not too late now I'm saying it's it's we've gone in this too long for yeah. you to not getting what you need to move forward. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm just a firm believer too in, in just investing yourself in whatever that means. Yes. Right. And don't yes. go at it alone. I mean, get, get somebody that can be there that can either coach you or mentor you or be your therapist or help you with something or uh, an accountability partner, somebody in some way, shape or form. So you're not doing this alone. And the other thing too is we, we have so much information at our fingertips say what through like things like this, like podcasts through uh, the internet. I mean, there's so, so many resources, right? But the question is, do you, are you, are you seeing that's a big yes. one. So yes. here's, I would kind of, what, we'll kind of wrap this up with a, a one last question is, um, so we're rolling out of 2020, we're rolling into 2021. What are you telling people, right? Um, about how to be successful in 2021? What are, what are a couple of things maybe that you said, Hey, look, here's some things you really should be focusing on. You really should be doing. Did you want to? Okay. Um, well, I know you said, <laughs> I think you asked for two words, but you know, I'm definitely can't just come up with a couple words. So three words that I, okay, really I love it. Three about, words. Right. Yeah. And again, it's clarity, which I've talked about, like getting really clear, um, clear and honest with yourself, clear and honest with what you maybe need to, where you need to stretch in 2021. What do you need to learn? Right. Like so clear um, that, that there's no question uh, again, there's no more bumbling along, right? Like, so get really clear. What are those vital few things for yourself and for your business? Congruency, I think is, is going to make or break people in 20, 2021. So whatever you can say yes to and show up consistently, which is the word that we've been using a lot, um, is critical right now to, to, to say, do what you say you're going to be able to do. Like what, what is it that you want to do and show up for yourself and do those things or for your people. I think that, uh, congruency is going to, um, help people reach completely new levels next year. If they are, uh, willing to be honest and, uh, challenge himself, as you talked about before, like have the courage to be afraid. Like if you, Maybe you're not a listing agent and you're like, I feel like I probably need to get listings right now and I don't know how to do it. And it's like, yeah, that's okay. Like fear, like it's fear will be there. Like have the confidence that you can be afraid and show up because you know, the confidence competence loop, the more we do something, the more confident we become and the more proficient we become. So getting so congruent with that. Um, And then consistency would be my third C Um, because as we've been talking about, I think consistency is is queen for everything right now. Everything. So clarity, congruence, and consistency. Yep. Matt, how about you? Anything? 
you know, I think always at the turn of the year is a time to reflect too. And I think it's really important this year to look back on 2020 and really step back and say, what did I learn? What did I learn from 2020? And how is that going to change what I do in 2021? I think that's so important. And you got to stay positive. You know, I think a lot of people are like, you know, 2020 was terrible, this, that. Well, maybe it wasn't all that bad. What did you learn? Move forward and onward and upward, you know, in a positive way. Well, and I think it goes back to gratitude. You know, um, I was on a call this morning with somebody and they were saying, you know, I got to remind myself that is, even though I think it's bad, I'm grateful because there's people that have it worse than I do. And how can I just go out and help, right? Who can I help? What can I go do? And yeah. I think that's, uh, that's a good way of looking at it. One is to say, you know what? Okay, it was difficult, but I made it. And here I am. And then how can I do, how can I do better moving forward in, in what I'm going to do? Um, so let me ask you this. So uh, if somebody wanted to have you help, I know you guys have a podcast. What's your po- Tell me about your podcast. Uh, Be Well Podcast. And you literally search it. Be Well is spelt a little funny. So I like to tell people it's B. Spelt with an R? Just yeah. <laughs> So it's B is in the letter B and then well, W E L L. So there's no E and B. And sometimes that can be tricky. Uh, So, yeah, our podcast, Be Well Podcast, uh, we talk about, um, you know, sort of the holistic viewpoints on life and business and like what are some of the nuggets that we've learned over the last 20 years, the things we're learning from people who are doing it really well. Um, So it's, yeah, it's a podcast that kind of throws all of life's buckets in, in one podcast. We kind of, approach all different topics that um, could hopefully help support somebody on their on their journey or on their path. And then on the web, bewellcommunity.com, same thing, no E, so just B-W-E-L-L community.com. Yeah. Perfect. And then, um, and then if they, and then you do coaching, right? Yeah, absolutely. I do uh, real estate coaching and then high performance coaching, which again, is just more of a, it's a, certification that I received through Brendan Bouchard. It's a academically accredited accredited program that has had a ton of research. It's all science backed and based, which is what really was important to me. Right. Um, so it's not your typical accountability coaching. It's like you go in and you roll up your sleeves and you do the work. You ask yourself the tougher questions that you maybe haven't asked yourself in a really long time. So I love it. And then and then if I wanted to and then I could I could get an Oakshire beer, right, Matt? And I could yes. I could listen to your podcast. Yes. <laughs> At the same time. <laughs> At the same time. I love it. At the same time. Um, okay. So just two last questions real quick. Uh, I call these real quick questions on the fly. Uh, what books are you guys both reading right now? Oh, um, I am savoring my last chapter of how to be an adult. It's the best book I read in 2021 or 2020, excuse me. It's super, super uh, nerdy, uh, kind of a personal development book. That's what I'm reading right now. How to be the best adult? No, it says how to be how to be an adult is what it's called. Okay, how to be an adult. Okay, I love it. Yep. Matt, how about you? I'm actually reading for the second time Brene Brown's Leading Greatly. Um, and just because- Dare to lead. Sorry, dare, dare to, to lead. lead. Sorry, yeah. dare to lead. Just because going through it the second time with a different lens, you know, with the, with the brewery operations and then the new business that I'm buying, the private lending company, I wanted to kind of read it with, a totally different lens outside of kind of what I've done for the last 20 years. I'm also reading hard conversations and drawing a blank on the, oh, that's uh, a, that's a good book. I know that I'm, I'm trying to remember the uh, author on that too, but I've, uh, I've just uh, finished that not too long ago. That's a great, yeah, book. I think it's a, it's a good book for um, 
leaders like yourself, business owners, it goes through a lot of very, I think, basic management stuff, but also kind of a little, little deeper, everything from HR stuff to just those hard conversations. Yeah. And the set, here's the second question. So what is one goal each of you have for 2021? Mm, I like this question. I would really love to uh, elevate, take on more high performance clients because a lot of, obviously my world's real estate. I love it. And um, there's, there's some overlap there, but I would, I would love to just kind of be able to work with more folks on high performance and help them answer really tough questions. That's one of my goals this year. And I actually set this goal last year for this year. I want 2021 to be a challenging year for me in a positive way. I want to learn something new. I want to be kind of pushed a little bit. I find that I personally excel more when I'm challenged. And so I want to, be, I want to push myself this year. I love it. Well, hey, you guys, I want to thank you so much for being on our podcast. And uh, real quick, just again, if any of you want to get in contact uh, with Tanya or Matt, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Is it uh, through the bewellcommunity.com? Yeah, or my email, which is Tanya at bewellcommunity.com. My Windermere email is still active, and I do have an active license still with the Windermere offices here in Lane County. So that's uh, Matt Powell at windermere.com. Matt Powell at Well, you guys, hey, thank you so much. And to all the listeners, I hope you found this helpful again. We want to help you to build better work-life balance. We want you to really provide epic client service. And uh, we want to thank you for listening to Ask Windermere Coach. If you like this podcast, please share it out. And uh, thank you guys so much. And uh, like we always finish our podcast, everybody, hey, be awesome and help someone and have a great day. Thanks so much. Well, we hope you enjoyed our podcast. We want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen. If you found it useful or helpful, please feel free to share it and also give us a rating. Also, if you think that Windermere Coaching might be right for you, please feel free to just look us up at windermerecoaching.com. And we'll end by saying this, be awesome and help someone. Make it a great day.